gentlemen, we went over the rules in the dressing room. I want to caution you to keep this fight clean at all times, and what I say you must obey. Live from the WKOM studio in downtown Columbia, it's time to wake up and get woke. It's three dudes with a view. Let's get it all! back. It's Monday morning. Three dudes with a view. I'm dude number three. My name is Del Kennedy. <coughs> Who turned off the heat? Uh, here, the winner's finally moving in on us. Dude number two, Clayton Harris, has parked the bus and entered the building. Good morning, Clayton. Good morning, Del. Good morning, everybody. Mr. Jim York, dude number one, is at an election commission meeting again this morning. We thank him for his service there. Uh, and uh, regular special guest dude, Carrie Powers, has joined us. Good morning. Good morning. Happy Monday. All right. Carrie, what are you looking at the world and seeing this morning? I'm looking for the winter clothes. <laughs> All right. All right. It's not, not even supposed to get into the 50s today. I think the high is 49. I got up real early and went for a walk, and it was 51, and then I got my car, and it was 47. I was like, okay, it's dropping. Well, see, yeah, I think there was some confusion, because the high today, I think if you went midnight, all, it was at midnight at 65 yeah. degrees, and yeah, that was that was the highlight of the day. Uh, so. Now, it's going to get down for about two, maybe three days, and then it's going to go right back up into the 60s. So, <laughs> But the freeze is finally going to happen. Yes. Yeah, it's going to happen. Coach Mike Lyle on the board. Good morning. Morning. Uh, all right, folks. I think what we've all seen over the weekend is uh, worldwide, including here in the United States, uh, the U.K., Britain, England, Russia, France, Germany, uh, all over the Western world. That's Western as in Western civilization, folks. Uh, which includes the United States and Western Europe. Uh, we have seen, in some places, hundreds of thousands of pro-Hamas uh, demonstrators in the street. Uh, by all accounts, most of them are uh, uh, are Arabic or uh, Middle Eastern uh, Muslim immigrants. Uh, they have flooded to the West by the, literally the hundreds of thousands. Uh, Ilan Omar, for instance, who is an elected uh, Muslim leader, very much pro-Hamas, um, represents a district around Minneapolis, Minnesota, uh, which apparently is a congressional. What congressional districts have about 800,000 people in them? Is that right, Clay? It's, it's about the max, yes, sir. Yeah, and... There are 435 of them at the, the U.S. Congressional District. So, so apparently around uh, Minnesota, uh, Ilhan Omar has been elected there in what is now a predominantly uh, Muslim district. You know, folks, this is, and as we discussed last week, this this antithropy goes back to the beginning of time. Ilhan Omar is a Somali uh, immigrant, uh, and again, you have to wonder how she got here. I mean, these people literally live in dirt; they can't afford plane tickets. So, who bought her a plane ticket? And it's still a question I keep asking about her and all these other Middle Eastern immigrants who are arriving uh, 
in the United States, and now we have many of them uh, coming across the Mexican border. So, at the, you know, uh, it's it's a factor, and uh, it's going to be a factor in our lives for uh, years to come. Clayton, what's your take? You know, it's um, I, I, I'm not sure. I mean, I, I you and I talked about a poll that showed that 51 percent of college students blamed. Israeli forces for the incident with the hospital uh, over there uh, that turned out uh, not to be the case. I don't know. I, I, I've said it on the show before. I, I, I worry a lot about uh, these kids going off to college and universities and getting indoctrinated by some of these professors. I mean, it it happens. I mean, it 100% happens. And um, I think that's why you see the number of anti-semitic uh numbers through the roof i mean for that particular age group i mean it's not just like you mentioned not just in one location truly really across the country you're seeing these pro hamas uh rallies and things so yeah i mean it's uh it's rather shocking yeah i mean clay but it's not my impression that they are populated mostly by uh, you know, American Christian or Jewish kids who've been indoctrinated. I, I don't. I don't know. Popul- they're populated by uh, Middle Eastern uh, Muslims who have immigrated. Here. You, you say that, and then you look at the football game this weekend between USC and UC Berkeley, and the protesters that went out in the field in the middle of the game and held up the game. They. They didn't look Middle Eastern to me. I mean, maybe. Yeah, some. yeah, okay. I said there were. Yeah, they. Uh, I mean, yeah, you've you've got those. Uh, you know, here's here's an account uh, that says. Let's see. It's uh, Representative State Senator Heidi Campbell, who is running for Senate, uh, but not going to get five votes. She's running again. Heidi Campbell? Mm-hmm. Well, she's a state senator. She's running for the U.S. Senate against Marsha Blackburn uh, in uh, next next uh, year. I, did next not, I knew she had um, ran for city mayor or for the mayor of Nashville, but I did not know she was going to run. Against no, no, this is Heidi Campbell from Knoxville, one of the Tennessee three. Mm-hmm. Uh, so there are two Heidi Campbell? No, the, the, her name is uh, Gloria Johnson. Gloria Johnson. That's who you're thinking about. Yeah. Okay. Thank you, Clayton. Gee whiz. It's, my, it's Monday, Dale. It's Monday. Yeah, yeah, it's Monday. It's Monday. Gloria Johnson. Right. Yeah. No. Okay. Uh, but no, this story is about Heidi Campbell. Uh, she joined a crowd of approximately 300 protesters for pro-Palestine, a pro-Palestine rally organized by the Middle Tennessee chapter of the Democratic Socialist of America. So no, I had the name right. I just was confused. The uh, uh, yeah, they're uh, essentially the same person, but yes, yeah. Well, and, and Heidi Campbell is the one who, yeah, you're right, who ran uh, for uh, governor. Ran for, no, she ran for Congress. Congress, I think. Well, she, she ran for the uh, mayor of Nashville even yeah. recently. Yeah. Did not win that. So, and uh, is now out there uh, supporting uh, Hamas with the. 
uh, Tennessee chapter of Democratic Socialists. So, yeah. Remember when she came on with us and tried to pretend like she was moderate? Yeah. I thought, I mean, I was impressed that day, so I might have been fooled, but I thought she did seem moderate. Well, I mean, would you call out there protesting with the uh, Democratic Social, the Tennessee chapter of Democratic Socialists in favor of Hamas? Uh, would that be something you'd characterize as moderate, Carrie? No, but on the day that she was on the show, she presented herself as moderate. Uh, but isn't that what politicians do? That hey, she was speaking to her audience. Well, speaking of, I just got a message from someone that said what's terrible about her is that she spoke at a pro-Israeli rally on Friday, and now she was then she went to a pro-Palestinian rally. So. Uh, all right. Well, this could pivot our conversation oh, okay. to the, the, well, why the state of our nation and be based on the politicians. Scott Zipicki is the one that sent me that. He just said you can tell you can you can say who said it. So I'm a, our state rep Scott Zipicki said that she was at a pro-Israeli rally on Friday and then uh, made her way over to the pro-Palestinian rally. So. That sounds a wee bit desperate to me. Yes, like it if you does. can't stand for something, that just seems a bit desperate. Correct. Correct. Carrie, let's see. You've got college age children. Uh is do they even know where Palestine is? My daughter? Yeah. Um specifically, I would I cannot say yes. I would hope she has a general concept of the region. Well, I, I mean, my point is that, you know, you, I mean, Clayton was talking about college-age kids. You've got a college-age kid. She's, I know you're proud of her. She's a student at the University of Tennessee. But is, is, some, you know, is she worried about the next football game or about uh, the Palestinians? Um, I don't think this is consuming her daily. No, it isn't. Right. I mean, um, things like attending class, going to football games. Maybe yeah, she's a, pretty industrious. You maybe, know, she, a, maybe a party or two here and there. She's taking her general ed classes now, too. And she's she, doing I'm gen assuming, ed. She's working yeah. for the volunteer club. Shout out for the volunteer club. Um, yeah, she's got it going on, you know, social life. Uh, but no, I don't think this is consuming she, to she, her. She's not going to uh, take to the field like they did out in California and, and uh, delay at, the game. At Berkeley, for the, for yeah. the, uh, uh, Probably for only Hamas. when Tennessee beat Alabama, which was last year. I know y'all beat us this year. But, yeah, that's the reason to take the field. <laughs> yeah, okay, okay. At the University of Tennessee. All right. Well, you see my point. I, I mean, that, that's uh, – uh, but yet we did have a group of Jewish students at the Cooper Union in um, – in New York over the weekend, who were basically imprisoned by an angry pro, and I, you know, um, you can separate Palestinians from Hamas, but I don't think so. You really can't. Uh, the Palestinians elected Hamas as their leader and still recognize Hamas as their leaders. I have and, listener feedback when y'all are ready. All right, shoot. Please clear up that absolutely no one pro testing is pro-Hamas. They are protesting the atrocities committed against Palestinians and Israelis. Well, there wouldn't be anything happening to the Palestinians if Hamas and that command and killed, you know, was it 1,200 yeah, Jewish I, people? So, I, I, And you can't, uh, Carrie, I, I'm sorry, those, those logical fences, uh, the intellectual 
the logical barriers that the, your texture is trying to erect simply just don't make sense. Uh, the either you are for uh, the uh, Hamas who entered Israel and killed fifteen hundred people, or you're against them. Period. And that to try to separate those things out is just not possible in this situation. Well. I was relaying listener feedback. I am a simpleton. You know, I love grassroots. This is way outside of my box, but it appears to me when you mentioned the hospital, you know, we've got one from what I am not an expert on this, but there was just egregious actions that um, people who were not equipped to defend themselves were just brutally attacked. And that seems to be quite factual. But then there was a hospital that was blown up. But it seems the media has skewed everyone's impression of what who who was responsible for that. And that's, I think, the media so often is what's keeping our nation so divided. Correct. And in a twit. Correct. So I can't really speak to the the root of the problem but i think the media is what is portraying a, a wrong an incorrect picture to so many americans well you know here's hamas leader hamad el rajib hamad hamad al rajib calls for the genocide of the jews and praised allah to help muslims behead jews oh allah enable us to get to the neck of the jews he explains that the conflict is not related to land disputes, but to the sins of the Jews, according to Islam. He claims Jews murdered prophets and are also an evolutionary source of filthy animals such as chimpanzees and pigs. Hamas is the obstacle. Yeah, I mean, this is what their leadership's saying, and and folks, this is not new. This conversation has been going on for three thousand years. And it hadn't changed very much. Uh, It's time to take a break and come back. Motor Sales is our area's premier GMC dealership. Their lot at 919 Nashville Highway has an impressive selection of GMC vehicles, trucks from the light-duty GMC Canyon to the Sierra 3500 Heavy Duty, and everything in between. GMC's SUVs are impressive with the Terrain, Acadia, and Yukon. Want luxury? Ask about Denali upgrades. Go to ParksMotorsales.com for information and see their awesome offers and services. Parks Motor Sales, GMC. We are professional grade. Hello, I'm Barbara Lincoln with Holland's Pharmacy. You may have heard our previous commercials about compression hosiery that we carry at Holland's Pharmacy. Well, we've recently expanded into a full line of knee braces, back, wrist, ankle, and other support wear. We will gladly help you get just the right fit for these items and, of course, special order items to ensure the proper fit. Come see us at Holland's Pharmacy, 1608 Hatcher Lane, or call us at 931-388-4233. 388-4233. Hi, I'm Steve, the Garbage Man. 
Are you new to Murray County? We want to welcome you and your family. We are a local residential garbage service, and we want to be your garbage man. We've been around for over 30 years, so we have a reputation. Check us out at garbagemaninc.com or call Mike at 931-540-0919. You could also ask your neighbor. 931-540-0919. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning is built to a higher standard so you can focus on the problems in your life that actually matter, like the drywall that somehow isn't. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning, built to a higher standard. Call Davis Heating and Cooling at 931-388-2090 for all your home comfort needs. Davis Heating and Cooling is your local American Standard dealer and proudly serves the Murray County area. Find Davis Heating and Cooling online and on Facebook or call today, 388-2090. Hi, this is Dr. Wendy Tui from the Dr. Gill Center. Are you suffering from knee pain despite trying usual medications and injections? If this is you, I have great news. Most common causes of knee pain are degeneration due to aging, injury, or repeated stress. In our office, we offer decompression for the knee, which increases range of motion and decreases pain in arthritic and degenerative knees. Studies have shown that this type of mechanical traction can be more effective than conventional methods alone. Initial exam and x-rays, $39. Call mepainfree.com or 615-551-9224. For 40 years, the Jewelers Bench has worked hard for their customers and provided the highest quality jewelry at the best price. They keep going back. Recent renovations have allowed them to expand their inventory. More high quality jewelry, custom vintage and estate pieces, and professional jewelry and watch repairs. They also buy gold. The Jewelers Bench, still here, still great service. 808 Trotwood Avenue, Columbia. Hello, my name is Connor Mims. My wife Bradley and I live in Columbia, Tennessee in Riverside. I am a deck and porch builder and my wife is a second grade teacher at Riverside Elementary. My specialty is designing and building elegant and comfortable porches and decks. Let me work with you to design and build the porch or deck of your dreams. Give us a call today from our website, MimsModernLandscape.com. That's MimsModernLandscape.com and check out what we have to offer. Thanks. Hey, this is Seth Moss at Tennessee Valley Equipment, a premier FAE Prime Tech, Bandit, and Surex dealer. We are your dealer for all of your land clearing and forestry mulching needs. We sell equipment, provide repair service, and parts along with a rental fleet of mulching equipment. We also offer mulching teeth, blades, and sharpening. Our number one priority is getting you up and running as quickly and affordable as possible. Tennessee Valley is located at 300 Santa Fe Pike in wonderful Columbia, Tennessee. Stop by or give us a call today at 931-981-9812. The generations that have paved the way for us deserve respect, integrity, and compassion. This is Kelly Dobson, owner of Caring Hearts Home Healthcare. My grandmother and mother started this business in 2005, and I was honored to take over in 2012. Licensed and insured, we help our aging community stay in the comfort of their own homes. Online at caringheartshomehealthcarellc.com, by phone 931-381-5470, or in person at 1121 Trotwood Avenue here in Columbia. That's Caring Hearts Home Healthcare. Life gets busy and sometimes slowing down to buy your family quality food can seem impossible. This is Terry Taylor with Taylor Family Farm, and we offer local home delivery in addition to our local drop locations to help with that problem. Now you can get your favorite pastured poultry, pork, and grass-fed beef delivered right to your door. Visit TaylorFamilyFarmTN.com to find out how. We believe in healthy food, healthy people, and healthy community at Taylor Family Farm. No, I cannot forget the 
Kennedy, I'm dude number three. Dude number two, Clayton Harris has parked the bus and entered the building. Good morning, Joe. Good morning, everybody. Good morning. And regular Miss York, uh, dude number one, is at an election commission meeting. Again, we thank him for his service there. Uh, and regular special guest dude, Carrie Powers, is with us. How you doing, Carrie? Excellent. Thank you. Happy Monday. All right, folks. Now that I, when I came in, I saw at least three wrecks. Uh, you know, I don't know what it is about the the cold weather and the rain but it's causing wrecks be careful out there um let's see i did clayton carry did y'all notice any wrecks i did not i, I did not okay and which and, I, I went downtown j hitch so yeah. and aside from that i saw emergency vehicles you know lights on sirens going going up and down the road uh all right we're gonna have a chance to talk about something that's a lot more fun to talk about than what we were talking about. <laughs> so the, uh, first of all, I have with us Julie Beck. How you doing? Good morning. I'm great. Thanks. And the Reverend Trent Ogilvie. How are you? Wonderful. Good morning. Good morning. All right, folks. The, the This coming up this uh, Wednesday, November 1st, is a uh, luncheon put on by Trent. What's the name of the organization? Columbia Peace and Justice Initiative. Okay. And it's the luncheon is in honor of um, Bernard Childress. Yeah, Bernard Childress. And I was, of course, I, I was in high school here in the 70s, and I was with a couple of my classmates last night. And we all remember, you know, Bernard Childress. Uh, he was a very familiar name to us. He's a, just an outstanding uh, basketball player at Columbia Central High School. Uh, and the, the, his, his name was very much a household name in Murray County back in the in the 70s and uh uh just a great fellow and a great a great ball player absolutely uh, yeah you reverend OVS. and uh and then of course he went on to have a career as the executive director of the TWSWA the Tennessee School Athletic Association uh and I, I I'll throw it out who wants to talk about I mean, I just remember my classmates and I remember the days when he was a, a, just an outstanding high school basketball player and I think led Central to some very good seasons. And I know Reverend Oakley's over here nodding his head. Yes. Right, Dad, tell, tell us about those days. Well, um, when I actually met uh, Bernard Childress, he was my uh, principal at Whitthorn. Okay. And uh, so I, I never got to see him play except one time. Um, unfortunately, I don't know who came up with the idea that the students could play the faculty. <laughs> okay. Right? And so um, from my days seeing uh, Bernard Childress in the hallway, he was always, I mean, he's tall, always dressed, shirt and tie. And I had in my mind, I'm like, man, he's just cool and low key, you know, um, never really. Had him raise his voice or anything. Um, I'm sure he probably could have, but it just commanded so much respect. But at that particular game, when um, the ball went up, and you know, of course, the 
gentleman's well, this, pack. This is faculty versus students. Yeah, faculty versus students. And of course, and, and, when he uh, got the ball in his hands, he became this totally different person. He was I playing never, for faculty. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and he he just put on an absolute show. And, and believe me, from that day forward, uh, he had even more respect from everybody, even all the athletes. But um, you know, to go forward, you know, is he went on to have a great career at Belmont. And uh, actually, is in their Hall of Fame, and I uh, set several records there. Um, and it just uh, was a um, assistant coach at MTSU. Uh, but most importantly, being from Mary County as an educator, as an athlete, um, he went on to establish a great legacy throughout our state at uh, TWSAA. Yes, he did. And we're just proud that he's from Mary County. And he's recently retired. Yes. So y'all are giving a, a retired from TWSAA, and. Uh, uh, y'all are giving a luncheon in his honor. This is coming up this Wednesday. It's called the Legacy Luncheon. Now, Julie, I understand, though, that uh, tickets are already sold out. Is that Yes, uh, yeah? they are. They went fast. Okay. Yeah, it's, they did. So, uh, we, folks, if you don't have your ticket yet, uh, it's, it's too late. But it's not too late to talk about uh, the legacy of Bernard Childress, uh, which... Uh, Reverend Ogilvie's been touching on it there just a bit. Uh, and Clayton, you were talking about Bernard's career as a basketball player here. Uh, yeah, he he graduated a couple of years uh, after my mother. He graduated 1973 from Columbia Central. And um, as Trent was saying, he went on to Belmont. I think he graduated from Belmont in 1978 and uh, was an all-conference player his sophomore, junior, and senior year. So... Um, he, he and just I, I got to know him through uh, the T his position with the TWSAA and he's really good person really 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 good guy and uh, it's it's great they're going to be honoring him this Wednesday it's gonna it's gonna be good and uh, I also believe uh, Willie Morgan as well and yes. Savia Morgan are going to mm-hmm. be honored yes, we're at the honoring Wednesday. them too so that's gonna be it's gonna be fantastic all right mm-hmm. now tell us about Willie and Savia Morgan. They are, of course, Willie Morgan, um, man, where do I begin? He was a tremendous athlete, um, in his own right, um, you know, set, you know, several, um, records, um, uh, for his athletic ability and then went on to be the uh, first African American, uh, to be the head of the Parks and Recreation Department of the City of Columbia and, uh, just did fabulous work there at Fairview Park and, um, you know his his legacy for athletics, um, and and then in parks and recreation. Okay. Yeah, the bells are ringing for me now. I don't know. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you know what can we not say about Savia Morgan? And and she's set all kind of uh, records, and I believe maybe number two or three in the nation um, as far as her her records already committed to UT. Um, and uh, she's just outstanding um, in in, a soft, in our softball accomplishments. And I, we just wanted to tie in that legacy from William Morgan to his granddaughter, Savia Morgan. Correct. And how um, it's sometimes you wait for somebody to become famous, but uh, she saw something in what her grandfather and her father was doing, and she's carrying that on. And uh, every time she, you know, sets a record or steals another base or so forth, she's from Murray County. And yeah. we are proud of, of all of her accomplishments as well. So we wanted to honor them with their with with the MVP award um, and just let them know that we see their legacy and appreciate it. Wow. That's that's great stuff. And yeah, that the uh, 
the, the renaissance of Fairview Park in the last 20 or 30 years has just been amazing. Uh, and back back in the 70s when I was in high school and so were Bernard Childress, uh, I don't recall Fairview Park as being in a great place. They had closed the pool. It had fallen into disrepair. Uh, and now you drive by and there are families and churches mm-hmm. having picnics. Their dad's coaching ball teams. The pool is open. Their kids having fun and the uh um it's it's in the the krista martin uh rec what is it the krista martin rec center yeah. yes mm-hmm. yeah yes. it's open Very um, good. they're just their families children folks just using using uh, that park for uh what it was meant to be used for yes <laughs> and, and it's awesome um <clears throat> Julie, what else is planned on Wednesday? Well, Wednesday, Krista Martin will actually open the luncheon. And she was our honoree last year. Okay. So she will actually open the luncheon, and we will have a catered lunch, and our desserts will actually be prepared by the Central High School culinary class. And and so we're excited about having them there. They will be serving, and then they will also be preparing our dessert. Um. And then we will also be talking about Columbia Peace and Justice Initiative's new website that um, that we will be um, presenting that day. We've been working hard on that. Um, what what does that include, Julie? Well, that's going to include all the work we've been doing in the past couple of years with Columbia Peace and Justice, which is celebrating the legacy of African Americans and what they have done in Murray County. So Red Window is a, a website company from Mississippi, mm-hmm. and they've been working with us on bringing about a, a new website and just celebrating all the things that we that we want to showcase in Murray County, and that would and include, tell, for telling instance. telling stories, all the stories that we want to tell um, about Murray County history. What and can you give us just a sample or two there? Well, we will be highlighting what happened in 1946 mainly, and there are still people living that remember the events of 1946 not many not many but there are a few and um so we want to tell the correct history of what happened in 1946 and honor those people those heroes um we are also working on a thurgood marshall statue for a roundabout here in columbia Okay, so, and just to remind folks, in 1946, I, you know, I guess it's still called the race riots, but they, they uh, I think it arose when a, a young black man back from the war was treated uh, not very well at uh, at Western Auto, which used to be there on South Main Street, and you know, times had changed. He, in a way, he'd fought for his country in a war, and. Uh, he he didn't feel that I can't remember his name Trent, James, James Stevenson. Stevenson. Yeah, he didn't feel that you know he was second class citizen to anybody, and of course he wasn't. Well, he had been, but that you know overseas fighting against racism, and then had come yeah, home. Yeah, I mean, he had fought for his country. A grown man, he was a citizen in every right, and he demanded uh, demanded it's not the right word, uh, but he. It, 
he was in a different place having right. fought for his country uh and uh you know and, and, and just did, did not deserve to be treated as a second class citizen he wanted respect yeah mm-hmm. yeah and uh, but that eventually it would uh, Trent you tell it that eventually led to uh uh outbreak of uh, uh well there was violence involved <laughs> Yeah, it, and there was, um, you know, something that, you know, when you when you look at uh, those World War II veterans um, had pride in, in fighting for their country. And, um, you know, it took a lot of heart, uh, took a lot of uh, courage for what they did. And then to come home and to face uh, the, the, the racism and the hatred that they were facing, they were willing to stand up for um, not only just their country, but for their community, for their families, uh, for their business, and really for their future, uh, because they could not, you know, phantom existing in the Columbia, Tennessee of the day. And, uh, you know, when James Stevenson was arrested, there was a lynch mob that formed, um, and their plans uh, basically were to um, capture him and lynch him. And and one of the paramount uh, statements that was made uh, by uh, Saul Blair, where there would be no more social lynchings um, in Murray County. And they said that and they meant that. And I remember going to church with some of those uh, veterans. I was younger, but uh, just hearing them talk yeah. and, and so forth. I mean, I still felt their passion uh, for it. They said what they said and they meant what they said. <laughs> and so that is um, a big part of 1940s. It was, it was a very uh, difficult outcome. Uh, 25 of them were arrested. Uh, charged with attempted murder and then um, uh, and that's uh, where um, that's where uh, 25 of who were arrested the, those who were the the local uh, persons who were um, of course putting up the resistance um, and, and you know when the shots were fired and so forth they were arrested shots were fired down on East 8th Street and I yeah, believe East one 8th. person was killed well uh, two people um, were killed not at the uh, during the riot, but actually um, in police custody um, at the jail, right? Um, doing a skirmish uh, that occurred there. And at least from what I've, I mean, uh, well, Sheriff Flo Fleming uh, was not a good actor in all this. Let's put it that way. I would say you are correct. <laughs> yeah. And uh, uh, but Thurgood Marshall came to town as a young lawyer to help defend. Uh, these uh, black folks who were charged, and I think uh, the charges against, uh, as a result of his efforts and other lawyers, uh, uh, all the charges were eventually dismissed or resolved as misdemeanors, at least. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. And uh, you brought justice. So, you know, Thurgood Marshall, Alexander Luby, Maurice Weaver, um, and others who were part of that legal team um, in that day um, uh, helped bring about justice for those um who had been charged, but they were found not guilty. So we really want to honor uh, Thurgood Marshall's legacy and what justice means um, to our community and and why it's so important um, even today. Okay, and so as Julie was talking about, that's a big part of the Columbia Peace and Justice Initiative's uh, new website they're working on. And uh, Julie, how do you find that? Or is it up yet? It's Well, we do have a website up yet, but our new our new website has not been released. Okay. Coming soon. Coming soon, yeah. yeah and you'll yeah. go find it at www.cpji.org. Okay. Let's take a break and come back. We've got another guest. Here. 
This is Barry Duke, and you're listening to 101.7 WKOM Columbia. Celebrate you with a new vehicle from Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Columbia. We have a huge selection of new vehicles waiting for you. We're talking cars, trucks, and SUVs. And if you're in the business of selling your vehicle, we've got you covered. We'll buy from you even if you don't buy from us. At Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Columbia, we're locally owned and operated and proud to serve our community as the largest CDJR dealership in Tennessee. Find your new ride today when you visit Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Columbia. Hello, this is Terry Tillis from Tillis Jewelry. Mark your calendar for our annual estate and antique event, November 3rd and 4th. Explore jewelry from Victorian, Art Deco, and Retro Eras. Each piece is unique window into history. With a dazzling inventory worth millions of dollars, you'll find a treasure that suits your budget. Bring a friend, take a stroll through history. Who knows, you might just find the perfect piece to take home. Don't miss out on this grand event. Join us November 3rd and 4th at Tillis Jewelry. Are you thinking about a new fence? Maybe you need a pole barn. Then you should give Sands Fence Company a call. That's 931-309-1644. Will Sands has built his business based on the principles of honesty, quality, and integrity. Sands Fence Company has been in business for over 20 years, providing the community with farm, residential, and commercial fencing, as well as pole barns and buildings. Call today for a free estimate. Sands Fence Company, 931-309-1644. 931-309-1644. Have you been putting off maintenance and repairs around your home. This month, Hiller is making it cheaper than ever to get your fall to-do list done. Take advantage of half off your heating tune-up and make sure your family is warm all winter long. And for just $99, Hiller's trusted pros will clear your slow or clogged drain. Don't wait until your home's little problems become big ones. Visit happyhiller.com today to schedule. Happy you'll be or the service is free. Call the happy face truck today. This is Mark Curry at the Trailer Store. We are a local, family-owned business. Every day, I work with my wife, Susie, my mother, Becky, and my son, Justin. We offer a full line of lawnmower trailers, utility trailers, stock trailers, and a full line of trailer parts. We also offer service. Come see us at 1021 New Lewisburg Highway. Call us at 931-381-2795. That's 931-381-2795. Do you have trees that need trimming or removed? Do you have stumps that you want ground? A1 Tree Removal is a family-owned and operated business local to Columbia and Lewisburg and servicing surrounding Middle Tennessee. They are licensed and insured and provide free estimates. No job is too big. No tree is too small. Give old Luke a call or text Luke at 931-359-3113. Or you can check them out on Facebook and tell A1 Tree Removal that you heard this ad on the radio. If you love America, you will love A1 Tree Removal. This is Delk Kennedy, owner of Kennedy Broadcasting Company, operator of WKRM, historically 1340 AM, now 103.7 FM, and WKOM, 101.7 FM. We call ourselves Front Porch Radio, and I've said many times what that means. It means that we are working to connect this southern Middle Tennessee community, one listener, one relationship at a time. And let me elaborate on what that means. In this community, we will relentlessly promote jobs, commerce, business, industry, education, arts, green space, music, rivers, the great outdoors, healthcare, churches, charity, sports, and all the great people of Southern Middle Tennessee. Join us, help us, call us, Front Porch Radio, 
Delk Kennedy, thank you for listening. Monday edition, rainy Monday, cold Monday, winter's coming. My name is Del Kennedy. I'm dude number three. Dude number two, Clayton Harris, has parked the bus and entered the building. How you doing, Clayton? Doing well, Del. Good morning, everybody. Good morning. Dude number one, Mr. Jim York, is at an election commission meeting this morning. We appreciate his service. Uh, when people like Mr. York are on the election commission, we don't have anything to worry about in Murray County in terms of fair, free, and honest elections. And we do appreciate his service. Our regular special guest, dude, Carrie Powers, how are you? Excellent. Good morning. All right. We've got some folks with us this morning who are uh, talking about the Legacy Luncheon upcoming this Wednesday. It's uh, the Columbia Peace and Justice Initiative is having a Legacy Luncheon honoring uh, our very own hometown hero, Bernard Childress, uh, and uh, he uh, was a basketball star at Columbia Central High School in the 70s, went on to uh, various positions, played for Belmont, uh, did well there, uh, taught school for a while, but spent most of his career as the executive director of the Tennessee TSSAA, the Tennessee Secondary School Athletic Association, where he, uh, by all accounts, did a fantastic job statewide in uh, promoting and and uh, serving as the governing body for uh, high school athletics across the state of Tennessee. And uh, his tenure is remembered as successful there at TWSAA. We have uh, another guest who's joined us now. Russ Adcox is uh, Reverend Russ Adcox is uh, pastor at Murray Hills church uh reverend adcock good morning good morning good to be with you Del. good to have you what can you tell us about uh, the legacy of bernard childress well i was as you were talking about bernard i was thinking about there's one other there's two other honorees that we've got uh for the luncheon the mvp have you guys talked about that okay yeah but go ahead and talk about that yeah well willie morgan and tyra is that her name Savaya. okay who is a uh where is she now she who is a uh by as a, a, a softball star. I yeah, think. she's a senior at uh, Columbia Central. This okay, year. she's committed to play at the University of Tennessee. And, oh yeah, um, I coach yeah. softball. I coach for Zion Christian Academy, and so uh, we played her a couple of years ago. And, and when we I, yeah, I've seen, I saw her play yeah. uh, earlier this year. Yeah, wow. Yeah, yeah she's yeah. a tough out. I can <laughs> tell you that she's a very tough out. Really, really fast. And of course, Willie's uh, got a, a legacy here in our community as well. Trent could probably speak to it better. Uh, I believe he was our first uh, public. Uh, was it Parks and Recreation Parks Director? Parks and Recreation yeah. Director. Yeah. Yeah. And so uh, there's so many folks. This Legacy Luncheon, you know, we honored Dr. Martin. Now we're honoring Bernard. And uh, we've got a whole list. Like, it's, the, the year can't get around fast enough because we got so right. many folks that, that we feel are worthy of honor and maybe haven't been fully recognized in the in the way that they need to be in this community. And so we're really excited about this luncheon and uh, excited about 
future luncheons and future honorees. Yeah, and folks, it's the, the luncheon is sold out, so uh, go on and get your tickets for next year now if, if, if they're available. But uh, yeah, this is going to be a big occasion for and, I, and Bernard Childress, uh, Savia Morgan, Willie Morgan have had a tremendous impact on this community and in so many positive ways so uh i say it's a good thing uh i i do now while i've got you folks so i'm going to start off with y'all are all up to some special stuff but uh julie beck while i've got you give us an update on the miracle league which is the uh the special needs park to be out at, at the murray county park a special needs ballpark and and uh playground and uh y'all are y'all are about to actually start breaking ground aren't you yes we are moving right along we had our ribbon cutting about a week ago and that was really to celebrate obtaining our renderings from our architects and we've been working a long time on those and um so so we have most of those drawings that we need if you go by murray county park where the old babe ruth park is you can see a big sign with the drawings up and that'll really show you a lot about what the park is going to look like and it's the ballpark it's the playground um there's a lot of details on that drawing and now we are working with architect uh, with uh, contractors excuse me to get a date for groundbreaking and um al ray who is over columbia parks and rec is is really heading that up so we that's our that's our next step is breaking ground oh wow yeah. Y'all have come a long way we have really come a long way and we've really done this faster than any other miracle league We've we've raised money faster. We are at uh, this point quicker than any other Miracle League has has done this. All right. For more information, and y'all always need help, whether it's volunteers, we will it's Volunteers or money. What yes, we will continue to to need help on this, even after it's built. And I really want to speak to the work of the Miracle League and their their board, and and really just say something about. Uh, Mary counting uh, about uh, just a uh, heart of, of of just giving and generosity um, throughout Murray County uh, to make um, projects like this successful, and it's just a testament to um, just you know how our our legacy here in Mary County is that if there is a project. Um, that is going to benefit um, our community in a, a powerful way. Um, our community gets behind it, um, and, and so we are very uh, just complimentary of, of the Miracle League and just uh, so impressed uh, with uh, what they have done. But I just want to just say to our community, thank you uh, just for constantly giving and supporting projects like this because without the support of the business community and leaders um, who say yes, um, some people look for an excuse, some people look for no but uh mary county is full of people who say yes because we want to see great things continue to happen yes yes you're right yeah reverend over here absolutely right um all right so for more information to volunteer or to give to the miracle league where do you go julie columbia miracle league.com there we go columbia yes. miracle league facebook and instagram it's easy to find all right mm-hmm. miracle league.com facebook and instagram in addition Reverend Trent Ogilvie, what's going on at Bethel Church? Well, I have uh, retired, but I hear they had a good service. 
I did not realize you'd retire. uh, Praising God from whom all blessings flow. There we go. (laughs) Well, congratulations, I suppose, on that. Uh, What are you doing with your retirement other than working with the Columbia Peace and Justice Initiative? Well, I do a lot of praying for Russ. (laughs) (laughs) For all those who are still... uh, um, continuing the good work on, on the battlefield, I, I pray for them. But no, I, I'm very involved in the community. A lot of uh, of things going on, and and really uh, helping to to uh, influence leaders. Um, um, you know, that's one of my passions, and I'm really working on that, and going to be doing that even more um, on a broader scale. Just um, helping um, leaders become better and and meeting their challenges, and and uh, we've got to address burnout and disengagement. A lot of people don't get weary of the work. They get weary in the work, and they uh, give up, unfortunately, and at least a lot of other issues and challenges. So I really want to help uh, people in that area. We tried to fill up his schedule with CPJI. Okay. I mean, it was we we started when CPJI started. We were, we Columbia had like justice. That's right. Yeah. yeah, thank you. We we had one project, and uh, it seems like we keep adding projects, and it gets bigger and bigger and bigger. And uh, so we filled up his time in his volunteer role. So yes, he, he does very full. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll always you, something to do. Have well, you guys talked you about? Do. Excuse me, because I missed go ahead, the go ahead. very first part. Well, but did y'all talk about Carver Smith Legacy Night? Not yet. No, we didn't. No, talk we didn't. About that. Let's talk about that because that's going to be huge. Reverend Russ Adcox, Burry Hills Church. Let's let's hear it. Yeah. So uh, what's the date again, Trent? November seventeenth, Friday, you. November seventeenth. Keeps me on track. No, Friday, November seventeenth. We're having. It's called Carver Smith Legacy Night. Columbia Central's playing White's Creek. Yes. And but for folks the folks who don't know now, Carver Smith was the uh uh was the black school or I in those days they called it the colored school. Uh it was the high school uh for black students when uh schools were se- still segregated here in Murray County and it was eventually yeah. I think it was closed probably in 69 or 70 69 and mm-hmm. the black communities and the white communities were uh merged at Columbia Central High School. But so a little bit of history on that. That the, you know we talking about 46 earlier. In 46, there was a group of African-American citizens that were already meeting to talk about the formation of Carver-Smith. And it was the black community that built Carver-Smith and started construction started in 1947. It opened in 1950. And, of course, the county closed it down just 14 years later in response to uh, Brown versus Board of Education. But right. uh, there's a lot of alumni from Carver Smith and a lot of very distinguished alumni. A lot of distinguished alumni, and uh, there was a lot of athletes. We want to talk just the sports piece. There was a lot of athletes at Carver Smith who were never fully recognized because when they came over to Central, a lot of that history was lost. The records and the championships and the the statistics and stuff were lost. And so, what's happening with Central? They're playing White's Creek, but they'll be dressed in vintage Carver Smith yellow jacket uniforms. There we go. They'll be they'll, the coaches will be wearing Carver Smith uh, gear. We're going to have some Carver Smith T-shirts for sale. It's going to be a huge night. Uh, yes, Chris Pointer, the athletic director from Murray yeah, County yeah, Public yeah. Schools, he's on our board of directors uh, with CPJI, and he's done a great job. The coaches at Columbia Central have done a great job. Uh, Dr. Steele has embraced it. It's just we've. It's just been a great partnership between the school and CPJI, and I think it's going to be a huge night yes, at is. Columbia Central. Yeah, that that sounds exciting. I, of course, what I remember, uh, I mean, I, I was. I was probably 12 years old when Carver Smith was closed, probably 68, 69, somewhere in there. But their their band in the Christmas parade, mm-hmm. they were 
good. I yes. mean, really good. <laughs> it, 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 I, I can still remember them, you know, uh, coming down West 7th Street. All right, what else are we trying to cover before we go? And I want to say this, uh, Coach Tom Robinson, who is 91, I believe, is coming. He's uh, one of uh, two living um, coaches of, of Carver Smith. He coached uh, in basketball and football. Uh, Randolph Wyatt is the other uh, girls coach, but um, I talked to him via email, and I said, what can you attribute your success because they won many championships? He said, pride and toughness, look good, feel good, play good. We had plenty of natural talent who were coachable. And probably the most memorable game was the night we played Central. Our entrance to the gym was something to behold. The crowd went wild. We entered Central Gym at halftime of the girls' game, dressed in our traveling green blazers with the Carver Smith logo patch, green and gold sneaker bag in one hand and a gold garment bag over the shoulder. Impressive show of pride in class. Wow. And that just tells you wow. the, the amount of hit. And he still remembers and he's, he's that. He's 91 years old. Yes, 91 years old. Wow. Works out five days a week. Um, and, and just tremendous. And he's coming uh, to be a part of the uh, Carver Smith uh, night on November 17th. All right. Now, if, if, is that something people might attend? Yes. yes. Absolutely. How do we get tickets? Um, they go online uh, to um, – it's GoFan. Uh, GoFan, yes, okay. online yeah. um, uh, source where they go and just select yeah. uh, tickets there. Um, all the alumni have received uh, um, their invitations, and they are having a reception and um, a, a memorial um, kind of uh, set up for them throughout the hallways to show pictures and memorabilia from their days. But we're inviting everybody to come out. It's going to be a great, great um, night, a great game, and uh, everybody, uh, we invite you to come and be a part. All right, we're out of here. All right, Legacy Lunching Art honoring uh, Bernard Childress. Can't get a ticket for that one. Honoring William Morgan and should, I can't. Savaya. Savaya Morgan, thank you. Uh, Carver Smith Night, November 17th.